Celebration, bitches. Mazatov. I know you couldn't wait to rip the packaging off your CD. But we here now. Gotta love one. The most anticipated CD of the year. Folly Famous Flame 3. Catch me running to the money until my feet lose feeling. Stacking wall to wall till it's leaking through the ceiling, man. All fucking hundreds, so it's that. Like a zillion working graveyard shifts, cause we finna make up killing. Yeah, Went from intern to the owner of the building, busting nuts, counting money like, oh, what a feeling to be seeing what I'm seeing after I seen what I seen. It's like acting out a scene from a dream of my dream. Hold up, you think I was gonna let y'all get away that easy? Hello, world. Uh, it's another episode of Mother Talks, a safe place for keeping a player. You know, I, I wanted to bring in, I'm doing the music today, so um, I wanted to show homage to the great mixtape run that I experienced, that me and Terry experienced, that, you know, people that usually are, that is listening right now is probably in our demographic that we experienced. So, you know, our mixtape rappers, the ones that grew up to be the stars they are today. Uh, Big Sean is one of them. You know, his finally famous uh, mixtapes and his Detroit, and, you know, all those, like, he was the leader of that 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 blog era, that backpack era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember when v, I remember when VCU had him. What, like oh, 2010. We seen him perform live, man. Yeah, we saw him. You see where he at now, man? Just a staple, still putting in good work, still rapping well. But the mixtapes, bro, the mixtapes was like, it was legendary. You know, not just him, but everybody that did that. Like, them shits would drop. And niggas just be playing them shits immediately. Had to burn them bitches on a CD. Facts. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you a story. Um, this is when we was in college. I feel like I uh, I was, this is when I had Betty. Shout out to Betty. Betty is my, yeah, uh, Betty, Betty is my first, uh, that's my first car. It's a silver Corolla. I had a, a CD case of burnt mixtapes and i remember he had a very good collection I've, from what i remember yeah specifically i remember i was i think it was me and you driving from home coming back to school and i mean we will listen to wale a little bit later but you know i had like i think i was listening specifically like more about nothing and we, i yeah them, them raps bro it was really like them raps was good ass raps like the lyrics the content like them niggas was saying cold shit over hard beats, nigga, like, hard beats. I sound like an old-ass nigga. But them raps, bro, niggas was rapping, 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 like, like, oh, what a feeling to be seeing what I'm seeing after I seeing what I seen, and living out of, come on, something like, that was, that was very elementary, but I'm just trying to say, like, these fucking raps, bro, niggas was fucking rapping, and we see where they at, the motherfucker that, the, the motherfuckers that can really rap is still the fuck around, bro. I mean, the real always gonna survive, bro. Yeah, and then Will later on he got some other songs. It's, it's not just obviously it's the intangible things, the other intangible things that make artists great. It's not always about like the lyricism, but you know what I'm saying. When you say that hard shit, niggas be like, "Oh, did you hear what that nigga just said, bro?" That it like, and then we just try to live out that shit through our lives. Like, all right, nigga, we gotta do some fly shit just like that, nigga. Like, let's go. Yeah, I mean, 
we don't again we don't I think we do have mixtapes people do have mixtapes but they don't have the and specifically bringing up that like that DJ area where era where niggas will like run the track back yeah like nigga the D, and then DJ drama come on that bitch listen gangster grills you bastards you bastards and then all them drops nigga son it's too many like holiday season holiday season sh- shrimps come on you know bro. what I'm saying DJ ill will like them drop like that shit was hard and I'm happy I was alive, you know what I'm saying, to live through that shit because I be still living like trying to live my life on that type of level because them niggas painted pictures that was like immaculate, you know. You Man. Know immaculate. That intro the episode. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh hello world. Uh this is another episode of season two of Marlos Talk Safe Place for Keeping the Player, where we keep it kosher all the time, every time. Uh, it's just me and Terry right now. That's doing uh, his own doing Asian things. I wouldn't say that. I would just say that you know he uh, he's getting married, so he has to do married getting married things. Nah, that nigga's in a rice paddy right now, uh, <laughs> stomping down. The nah, he's probably picking tobacco. Yes, on the dirty. You know I'm saying he had to go. He had to go to the country. He had to, to go to the country to pick some tobacco. You know, what I'm saying you got to keep the family business alive. You know, so you got to put your work in. You know, yeah, so tobacco field. Virginia's cash crop. So he'll be in He'll be in soon You know what I'm saying But you know He's got to put the work in So um, Just me and T at the moment How you doing my good brother I feel good I'm about to get a little sip on You know what I'm saying I'm going to take it light though You know I'm actually Trying to like Chill on the drinking You know what I'm saying Like be really on my dean you know how people like, yeah, man, like he he didn't he doesn't drink or smoke. I'm trying to be that guy for a little bit. Well, let me ask you, do you drink during the weekdays? Not at all. Oh, like then. actually, real like if I, maybe I'm kicking and hanging out with a homie or a friend, and I'll have a couple beers. You know what I'm saying? No hard liquor mainly, and, but sometimes I do want to be on some like fake rock star shit, and I'll be like, all right, let's crack this whiskey open on 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 Monday night. You know what I'm saying? And go in, but I best believe I'm stopping <laughs> by like nine o'clock. <laughs> But uh, nah. During the week, number I don't really do nothing during the week, bro. I go to work, bring my ass home, try to get some exercise done. You know what I'm saying? Rewrite. You know what I'm saying? Do some productive shit. But what well, I mean, that that kind of tells me that you're not an alky. I'm for sure not an alky, but like, I don't know. I just the picture popped into my head of me just not drinking alcohol, and I was like, you know, take take a little time off. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing to take a little time off. Come right back, you know. Gucci <laughs> man don't drink. You said what? Gucci Man don't drink. Well, Gucci Man did other things. He did five years on the bomb. Against alcohol. He did lean and pills and other things. Yes, so, this is very true. So it kind of evens out. Well, I did pills. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on pills, but like I've done pills. Like, yeah. I mean, I've done pills too. Sorry, mom. Yeah, man, like, I, I, but like, obviously, like, I, I think I do have a good, like you said, I'm not alcoholic. I got a good main, main maintenance, maintain. I maintain my my recreational shit very well nowadays. I keep this shit to the weekend. Usually maybe one day out the week, like Saturday or Friday. You know what I'm saying? And it don't really carry over. Like, I don't I don't need to do this shit regularly. But um, when I do try to, like, let off steam and, you know, have a little fun, you know, there's going to be some libations. There's going to be some shit getting rolled up. And, you know, it's fun. But I'm doing good. How are you doing? I, I think I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm, I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sipping with my brother. You know what I'm saying? That's another episode of Mother Talks. Yes, sir. You know, 
on these lame ass niggas. These lame ass niggas. Shout out Desi Banks. That nigga's hilarious. Excuse me, but uh, you know, like I said, I'm keeping my head low. It's review month. I'm trying to get a so raise. About to get a bagging. Too. So I'm trying to stay out of trouble. Trying to keep my clients happy. Trying to keep my boss happy, because I don't want to fuck my bag up. And, and wait, listen. I feel like you put in that effort and that work is gonna pay off. And I know, right. I know you actually care about your output. Like you, you, you take pride in your work. So. Of course, as anybody should, but especially during review you month. time, you're like, man, but I'm going to say some real shit right now. So I'm like, my comp- I work for a company. The company got sold. I think I've said this before. So by, the company got sold like two months before my review. So I never got my review. I never got my raise. But these motherfuckers be trying to give a nigga more responsibility and more want me to oversee shit, oversee people. And I honestly have been dialing back on my level of, of uh, productivity. Like, I'm not, I work, I work at the rate that I'm paid. Sometimes I'll be ready, about to go above and beyond, and I'll think about how much I'm making and be like, nah. I won't do that. No, because, no, no, no. I, I, I'm with you there. Because, like, y'all not going to get a big money effort, and I'm not getting paid big money. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get little money effort. So, and and I'm gonna be honest, like the fucking company I work for, this shit is like crumbling. Like it's not crumbling, but it is chaotic at my job right now. And I'm just is watching. it just your branch or is it the whole company? My the branch that I'm at because okay, we different. um we're transitioning. They're 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 consolidating a lot of this stuff and they're bringing it uh they're they're consolidating a lot of stuff and it's just chaos right now. You know what I'm saying? Track keeping track of a whole bunch of information and mm-hmm. and it's just it's chaos. And they don't have people right now. Honestly, they don't have people that work there that that have anything invested. So shit is getting fucked up, and no one cares because they don't have nothing invested. And I don't know if they see it or know it, but like I said, I could get this shit running right, but you're gonna have to show me the money. And so you are me. putting your bid in to run the whole company, not even the run branch, the whole company, so run a branch, but like run a branch. definitely. Uh, uh, increased, you know what I'm saying, supervisory, you know what I'm saying, uh, director of operations type shit. Like, these motherfuckers need help, whether they know it or not. I see it. And our customers are unhappy. And I'm telling them, I can get this shit running right, but these motherfuckers ain't talking no chicken. So I'm just going to watch shit get fucked up. I think that's fucked up, bro. On me? See, yeah, you see the ship burning. You're not even putting your... Yeah, I need you, to jump put, off the ship, nigga. The writing has been on the wall for me to jump ship. It's just like, um, I just haven't been too diligent, and I'm calling myself out on that. But I'm saying, like, this is what I'm saying. People in leadership roles, this is too... I, this, this could go, go around to my keep it funky. Bad leaders will make you think you're fucking crazy. Like, when you... When some people are in leadership positions that should not be there. Uh, AKA, you could take the United States of America for re- for an example. <laughs> Bad leaders will make you think you're fucking crazy because you're double you're double guessing yourself. Like, is this shit really supposed to be like this? And you're like, well, they're the leader and they're making these decisions, so they must know what they're doing. Fuck no. Some leaders is trash and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they'll have you looking crazy and because for following them. So you know what I'm saying? But it's like I just don't feel like I'm being heard. Like I'm honestly like. I'm not unhappy because I do, I do like the people that work there. Like the people that work that I work with, mm. are the main reason why I'm still there. You know what I'm saying? I found I really found some genuine, great-hearted people in Richmond. 
that work for this company. But this this regime change that happened, I'm just I'm just, I'm just like damn like y'all y'all don't even see how this shit is crumbling from the inside. Mm. You know, and I just don't have no voice to be heard. You know, like they're not they're not looking inside the company for people to step up and and take no leadership roles, and they don't have real conversations with you. So I'm just like coming in, clocking in, clocking out, honestly, collecting my checks, saving my money, ready to move on. That's where I'm at right now. Mm. But the real shit that I want to say is understand that there's bad leaders, and these motherfuckers will have you thinking you fucking tripping. That's. That's a real, real, real rap. No rap on your cap right now. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm blessed to have a good boss at this job Ooh. right now. My job, my job uh, has a, um, my boss is a understanding. She's uh she's flexible. Mm-hmm. She listens to input. She always asks for, you know, open, open discussions that's, on that's things. That's a big part. So that I, I, I'm blessed to have that. Especially bosses, they don't fucking want to listen to anybody else or not taking criticism like motherfuckers under you will have great ideas but you, if you're not even open to them ideas then you're missing out on opportunities to be better at what you do like yeah i work in the service industry we provide a service for our customers and the service is lacking right now because these motherfuckers are not listening to the employees they mm. think they know what's best and you know I'm kind of having fun watching this shit burn. Like, I'm being honest. I'm like, oh, they don't know that this is going to get fucked up. But wait till they find out. <laughs> it's kind of sick. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's kind of sick. But I'm a sick nigga sometimes, you know. But it's because I'm not invested, bro. Like, this is this is my job. This is not my career. So it's like I'm, I'm watching it like, oh, these niggas don't even know. Hmm. Don't even know. Let me get my popcorn and watch how this shit get fucked up. Because mm. I don't got no, I'm not invested, bro. I'm really not invested. I'm really not invested. As long as your output is not reflecting your no, not no, I'm getting my task done. Like my my, but like, bro, I don't even want. I'm not gonna go too deep into this shit. But yeah, bro, shout out to you for having a good boss though. Like someone that like I, I pray that pray that I might get to level where I work with people in different positions. Like I like working with you, Chris. Like we work well yeah. together on this podcast. We able to collaborate and we take in each other's feedback on how we can improve the shit and make it better. Like, we collaborate well. I want to do that as my career. I want to be able to collaborate mm-hmm. with people where I know that we're listening to each mm-hmm. other and we care about our service or the product we provide and, like, and we, we got some stake in it. Like, we talk we talk all the time about, like, people at McDonald's, why their service be so trash? Because they don't give a fuck. Like, they don't give a fuck if there's... Especially this McDonald's by they your house, They don't give a bro. fuck if the cheese... It's probably, it's probably the worst McDonald's in America. The one by your crib, right? It's, it's very... It's very... The and, and, they don't and, give and, a fuck. And, uh, they mad at For life. logistics and just to give people understanding where this McDonald's is, it's the one... What, what street is it off? Uh, Broad Street, like, going up to Church Hill. It's so. on East Broad... Going down East Broad Street, going up to Church Hill. Like, you know the one by the gas station? Yeah, if you, if you live in Richmond? They know this one. Yeah, that is the worst. I'm telling you, it's bad. But sometimes you be in like a little bind and you just need something real quick. You might go and holler at them. But if you can avoid it, I would avoid it. Like, they don't got anybody. You know, like, bro, I've been to one of the best McDonald's in my life. Like, and I'm not going to make it a racial thing. But there definitely wasn't a lot of black people working in that joint. It was straight essays. Honestly, I'm going to keep it one with you. I agree with you. The one by my job is uh, mostly Spanish people. Food be hot. It come out quickly. They be, they be efficient with that motherfucker. They, in and out. 
shit. I'm like, God damn it. They made this shit with some pride. God damn, like, this is one of the best. It's clean in that joint. Clean. Yeah, man. Huh. I just want that level. I Like, I love to take pride in my work. That's why, like, I don't just really phone it in at my job. Like, I still do my shit at a high level. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? I could do it at a higher level, but you ain't showing me the bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna chill, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that's why the McDonald's people do it. But they a lot of people, the bad ones, like they just don't take no pride in their work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I still there's no way where I will like just let that shit drop off and I just be a trash ass worker. You know, I just got that work ethic to where like I'm gonna put a certain amount of effort in. I get that. Um, so I'm gonna go. So I talked to you earlier about this. But uh, I'm going to talk to the people, too. So I'm not trying to be problematic. You're not trying but, to. Yeah, I'm not trying to. But I see the fun. Um, so context, uh, I was watching, for some reason, Terry put on keep uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I enjoy that show. So we was watching it, and Courtney was with uh, her friends, and a, a, game, a gay friend came, a gay male. He came, and it seemed like they were having the best of time. And I know my lady, she has gay friends as well. And I'm like, yo, women love gay men, and they have so much fun. Straight women. Straight women. Yeah. And I told Terry, you know what? I would like to have a lesbian friend in the crew. Like, I, I, you know, not to use, let's say a stud. Like a stud. You want a masculine? I, like, like. Quote, unquote. Yeah, like, you know, I, you know what? I would want one in the I would. I think I would want to. I want. I'm looking for a new friend. <laughs> looking for a gay friend. That is a lesbian, but she, you know, the stud, the stud, a studsman. I'm looking for her, that friend <laughs> because I feel I like. I don't know if that is problematic or not. I think it might be. I heard it from the read. So the read said it. They say you should get one. No, I want one. Oh, okay. Like just because I, I want to, like I want to learn more about that side. Uh, not like to use it as a scapegoat, but like, I feel like you'd be fun too. Just how like women, straight women have fun with their gay friends. I feel like I can have fun I'm with be it. Honest, I don't think gay people really like straight men in general. Like, Not to have fun with? I don't know how many gay people really like straight people. Like, damn. just let me think about like, I don't think, I don't like, I could be wrong, but I think there is a beef. There is, obviously, there's a beef between gay and straight people. Like, there's a beef. Yeah. Just from course, the historical course, shit, course, you know course, what I'm saying? Course, Religion and just prejudice. There is a beef. There has been a lot, there's a history of just us not being able to get along. You know what I'm saying? Gay and straight people. But you are a tolerant person. Tolerant. But, like, you're an open person. Like, I feel like you don't got no malice in your heart. You don't got no hate for nobody just because of their sexual orientation. But uh, I think I, I, I know what you're saying because I know that they're, they they live in a different world than us. Like they're they're they're, they're wanna, social interactions are totally different. But like I see Young Ma and I'm like she looks so much fun. You want to kick it with her? I want to kick it with Young Ma and then like <laughs> <laughs> I want to kick it with Young Ma. Like I want to kick it. Like I feel like she's dope. Like and I feel like you know and, most, and most and most husbands and and. If I'm not using the term right, studs. please let me know. I don't know. Butch. Like, butch, stud. I, I feel like those are the right terms. So um, if I want to kick it with studs, I feel like from what I've seen, and I've kicked it with a couple ones, like just that I worked at my jobs in, in previously. They're fun as fuck. 
They do be lit though. They be lit and they, they be lit. They be lit and they wanna go out and they wanna hang with the fellas. They wanna watch sports. You know what I'm saying? When I was single, you, we like you like girls. They like girls. Both in common. Yeah, I got a lot of things in common. You know what you gotta do? You just gotta go to a gay bar. Ah, uh, see, that's the tough part. Or a gay club. Yeah. Or go to an unofficial one because um, I used to. There's a bar that I used to pop into from time to time, and I would look around. I'd be and I just observing. I'd be like, it's a lot of lesbians here, or just like people who, to when you look at them, you'd be like, oh, they seem to be. Uh, studs or butch. They're dressing. Mm. They dressing in. You know what I'm saying? They dress in a nigga clothes. Man, fuck, I'm, I'm just gonna say they dress. They look like studs. And I'm like, damn, that's a lot of studs in here. I'm like, is this a gay bar? Like, not that I wouldn't want to hang out in a gay bar, no. But I'm like, I think it was an unofficial hangout spot for a lot of. <laughs> is dyke is dyke derogatory? See, that's the one word I don't know if it's a derogatory or not. Is dyke a lot of dykes. If I am, I apologize. If you are, I apologize. But I've, I know I've heard stud, I've heard butch. Yeah, I think dyke might be derogatory. It, it's it got a little sting to it. <laughs> it do got a little sting to it. I, but yeah, so I you, feel like it's the intention of that word. But I don't know. So I. I won't. mean, but I think you could be intentional in searching for friends. Like, uh, like women want dudes with certain things. They are intentional in going after those things. You men want certain things in women, certain attributes, so they look for people with those attributes. So if you're looking for a friend, you'd be like, you know, I want a lesbian friend. Let me go find a lesbian friend. You know, get on the internet. Get on Twitter. Where can I get on the internet and Twitter? Just tweet that. Can I have a lesbian? Hey, lesbians, let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Any any lesbians in my area, and then you got to preface, you know what I'm saying, you got to probably preface it with like, I'm not looking for any sexual type. I just want to be your friend. I just want to be your friend. Hey, lesbians, like, let's kick it, man. Like, I I, I feel like we would get along. I want some lesbian friends. Twitter, bro. Or you can just make a fake, you can make a, make a Tinder account or, and be like, nah, you can't make a Tinder account. Because Tinder, you know what time it is on Tinder. Yeah. I was saying Twitter's probably your best bet, social media. Hey, lesbians. Like, I just want to be a friend. Let's be friends. I already have a woman. Let's be friends. I already have a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but, like, what if I was like, what if a white person was like, hey, I want an Asian friend? <laughs> we're the Asian. I guy. don't think that's, you know what? We'll, one day we're going to play this game that I came up with, but, um, but is it racist? And if you do, if you want a friend to have a different, different, gra- a different, go out and get them. Graphic. I don't think that's wrong in your intentions unless your intentions is not wrong. Yeah. Like, my intentions are not wrong. I just want, I just see the fun they have with gay, gay, gay men. And, uh, you You know, I want that. I want that. Like, they just, like, there's no worries. Like, there's no, like, they're hanging out with a man. Uh, There's no worries of, like, sexual sexual, attraction. Like, y'all can just go and gossip and talk about men and, you know, the situation like that. Like, yeah, I want. think, you think. Like, I see young M.A., she look like a, a ball of fun. Ball of fun. Do you think that, like, a girl has ever, like, started to like their gay dude friend? Mm. Like, just hanging out with him so much, and they look at him, like, one day, just look at him, like, mm. <laughs> I could think so. I could think so. I think that happens often. So you wouldn't I wouldn't say often, but I think say you're hanging happen. out with your, your stud friend, and then one day you look well, at him, like. Well, the, the difference between mm. studs the stud friend and the gay so friend. So what about, what if it was a feminine lesbian joint? You wouldn't want to kick it with her? Like, she's a lesbian. She's not attracted to men at all. Yeah, I still want to kick it with her, like. But you the, particularly want a stud? The stud would be, like, more. 
I mean, it's a little weird. I'm gonna come clean. It's a little weird, but you know, it's the weird stud, as shit on the world. It's the stud. I mean, one of me having a friend. It's a little. I mean, it's just I've never heard anyone say this. Like, this is the first I've never heard anyone listen, have this type of conversation. Listen, I see young man. She wants the ball of fun. How about when you just see us? Then go start talking to one. Just go. Start talking I don't to one. be around them. They're in the world every day. You talk. Well, do you see someone? You be like, oh, you look like you might be. But see, that's so weird. If you walk up to somebody like, hey, are you gay? Let's be friends. <laughs> like. Or you, you got to just act like you can't just mention it. Like, you can't mention it. You can just be like, hey, what's up, man? How about your drink, man? Hey, what's up? You want a drink? What's up? What's your name? Where you from? Okay. What do you do for a living? Hey, man, you seem, you seem real cool. You want to hang out again another time? But then you're going to have eventually say a disclaimer like, nah, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to do nothing with you. I just, you seem cool. Let's just kick it. It's a weird, like, this is a weird, just a weird waters I'm trying to navigate. Yeah. Like, because, like, if you don't grow up with them, it's weird. Yeah, I feel to, like the first, like, if you, you don't have anybody in your family that's a lesbian. I have a southern family. I have, um, I have, uh, so this, I have a couple cousins that are lesbians. I have a southern family, so, uh, either they're on a down low or. True. I got, um, yeah. shout out to, shout out, I got a couple little cousins that, that are lesbians. Hmm. So be kicking them with them. You know, in the South, girls, you know, in the they be South. fucking these bitches, yo. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, they just, be fucking and they, these they bitches. be having, like, you could talk to them like a nigga. She was uh, one mother, she was like, yo, it's so easy, bro. I'm like, what? He's like, yo, man, I'm fucking this easy. I'm like, I'm like, damn, you make a killing like that out here. <laughs> they be fucking these bitches, bro. They be having fun. Granted, I just, it's just like, I just want to. I feel like that's my real. Not they, one in particular that I've had this conversation. Okay, well, I'm saying like that. That I wanna, and this will help me get and understand that the community community a little bit more. Yeah, because then you because, get like you're getting someone who lived that experience, who's yes. living that experience, and you could become a better, more rounded, you know, thinker. Yeah. Thinker, like you could just you know, because you gotta talk to people that are like just different backwards, just to. Broaden your 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 knowledge base and like the shit you talking about. Like I'm gonna be honest, we talked about the reader earlier. I be I be I disagree with almost everything the motherfuckers say on that show, the read the podcast. Yeah, but I I make myself listen because I want to hear the shit that I disagree with, and maybe they'll change you. Maybe you like okay, maybe I see some, it from maybe the they point. will make a point that that I'm like you know what I didn't see it that way, but the way you put it. The way that you presented is like, oh, I see it from that perspective now. But but they be hipping me to like all the little gay terms and shit. I learned what trade was. I learned trade I learned, was from uh, the read. I learned, you know what I'm saying? And my, like, woman, and my woman. Top and bottom. And, <laughs> and bro, but like sometimes I, like, I listen to podcasts with my headphones. And I'll be like, I'll oh, be without your headphones? Yeah. Oh, you live, you, and, you navigate in dangerous Kid waters Fury there. Is clearly, Kid, Kid Fury talks like, uh, he has that that uh what's the how do you say this? He has that um the accent of a feminine gay dude. Okay. So I'm like, what are people gonna think about me listening to this? Mm. Like they might think that, but like I don't give a fuck. So, uh, but you know what I'm saying? They got some terms. You know, feel me? Mm. They got this. It's nuanced to their relationships. Like, all right, I straight take dick in the ass. And then niggas like I straight give dick. That's what like, or they, like the I fact s- that you, the fact that you listen to uh, listen to the read, 
I'm shocked that you haven't like started watching Pose yet. Like, I've watched the episode and it's in the queue. It's just like that shit was fucking dramatic as Pose, fuck. Pose is a great show. I was like, yeah, damn, like, this shit is fucking dramatic. It, Pose is a great show. Like, like it's a great show, bro. Like the show. discrimination and just being themselves and fighting for rights and HIV hit and fucking just the, they 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 caddied in a motherfucker. You good again? I just make sure your mic's turned on. Yeah, they cat my cat. But like they 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 saucy. Yo, bro. And they they will they will break your whole life down and make you feel like you nothing. It's a great show. I've, I've watched the episode. It's, it's just, a great it show. Just, it just sounds like I don't know if I'm meant to be prepared to be watching that shit. <laughs> it's a great show. Like like let's listen. Um, that community is one that is in the past twenty years or so has really gotten a platform mm-hmm. to really talk about their their. Their, the community LGBTQ and their life. LGBTQ plus. And you know. <laughs> I think plus, plus. 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 I don't I know. know. There's other letters. I don't know the other letters. But like, yeah, that like I salute their, 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 their pursuit of trying to become normalized in a society where it's not normalized. Yeah, man. So how about you? We're going <laughs> to, hey, lesbians, holla at Chris. He wants to hang out. I just want to hang out. We can get a bear. You know what I'm saying? We can get a bear. You know what I'm saying? Kick it. You know, watch the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't know what do lesbians I just don't, do. I don't know if that is problematic for you to say, I want a, I want a lesbian we friend. Get, I'm not trying to be problematic. I just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, like white people, do, like, what if their intention like, I want a black friend. I mean, well, just make friends. Nigga, you, like, you don't know how to make a friend. Man. I do. Make a friend. But sometimes I don't be in those locations. Oh, God damn. They threw this nigga out the fucking window. I'm watching. I'm sorry. That's the, why we need to cut the TV off. There is a. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, just for preface, we're watching. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. <clears throat> excuse me. Beverly Hills Cop. Classic. The first one with Eddie Murphy. Instead of throwing this nigga out the door, they threw this nigga out the window. Through the window. Through the window. Like a glass window. Hey, and speaking of him, Eddie Murphy had allegations of being with transgender uh, prostitutes. Back I in the day. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, back in the day. I heard, he, I heard there was gay rumors, though, about Eddie Murphy. I mean, Murphy. listen, I think people thought I was gay in high school. There was a rumor that I was gay. For, shut the fuck up. For someone, real? Someone came and told run me. Run that back, run that back, run that back. Someone came, back. Someone back, came to me back. and said that they, somebody else said that I was, someone else said that I was gay. Like, somebody was like, one of my homies was like, yo, somebody, someone so said that you was gay. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? And um, I think someone had asked me before if I was gay. Why? Like, I don't know. I don't think you get, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, what you I don't do know when, I, I, when I'm not I around also, you. But, yeah, listen, first of all, who knows who's gay? Like, I don't know how to look at someone unless you're hella feminine, and I would just assume you're gay. But uh, at first, I was mad offended back then. Like in high school, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, I don't care. I'm not gay. <laughs> Did you confront the person that? I don't know. You know, it's a rumor shit. They didn't even tell who told them. Who said that? I've been lied on about some weird shit before. Someone I told you before. Someone lied and said I had sex with them and I didn't. Um, it was a girl. She said I fucked her and I never fucked her. Um, I've just been a lot of a lot of weird shit has happened to me. It's like. People, people, rumors are real, lies are real. People lie about you. People say things about you that's untrue. Like, it's just part of life, you know? I've been, I've been lied on by a family member. Like, you know, it's just mm. like, it's just, um, you know, 
very weird. I remember in college, a girl said some shit. I did some shit to her that I never did. And I was like, that's not what the fuck happened. Like, in my, like the truth, the honest truth was what the fuck she said happened never fucking happened. Mm. And I was like, why the fuck you lie like that? Some people might be habitual liars or something. I don't fucking know. But um, shout out to the LGBTQ community plus. Salute. And, I'm um, looking for a friend. <laughs> Chris is I'm looking for, I've been looking for friends for a while. Looking so. for a lesbian friend. You know, as I uh, progress in my age and, you know, my experiences, you know, I'm just trying to get, I want to touch every platform, every community, pause, like not know where shit, just, I just want to just, I want to hand and it. And all I want to do is touch it. <laughs> not in that way. But uh, I just want to just figure it out. I just want to learn more about y'all. I know y'all got some good, like, like, Relationship shit Like y'all probably got like Bro I was lot, listening to a story A lot of nuance I was listening to I mean I kind of heard this From the read as well But I was listening to a story On a Not to give him promo But give him promo Bullying the Beast podcast With L'Oreal and Wax mm-hmm. Right So it's the We listen to podcasts baby I, I enjoy a good podcast I do So they have and This is an idea I had For us a while ago Like people called in To the podcast mm-hmm. and Yeah they take callers yeah, yeah, yeah. So And I just don't know How to do all that setup Whatever so like they uh, they had a call and the the person was a stud, a stud'sman, uh-huh. and she was explaining about the life of a stud. She said in layman's terms, one month equals one year in a relationship. Yeah, I heard them. And one year bad. equals five years. And it was like our second date is a U-Haul truck. I said, God damn! I've I've heard that uh, narrative on on the on the read too. They be like. Lesbians, especially from what I hear from from uh, lesbians, is that that it gets very intense very quick. Like they get in it and they in it. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't no like they are we together. It's in. like they we are in. together, together, and we are in love and we are a family. Listen, like, you know? the best father, besides the actual father, is a husband. <laughs> they be taking they care, be of taking the kids. care of them kids, they bro. Take care of the kids, bro. Icing them, flossing them out. They be taking care of them kids, bro. You know. I mean, but you know, but you know what? You <laughs> might say something. I'm not about to say that. I was just like, um, I had some home. I had a homie that was like fucking a stud, and they be wanting some dick from time to time. What's the term? Sneak dick. They be sneaking. Some, they be creep, sneak dicking. Sneak some dick. Listen, I've heard that term before. Sneak dicking. Sneak dicking. And he was striking, he was striking this, uh, this stud, and he was like, "Yo, she a whole stud," but you know what I'm saying? She, of course, like physically, like they, they're women. You know what I'm saying their bodies. He's like, "Yeah, big ass titties." I'm like, "Damn, he was hitting the stud. How was that?" He's like, "Nigga, that shit was tight. It was wet." I was like, "Word," you know. I mean, so I think sexuality is nuanced, and sexuality ain't just one thing. So I'm sure you could be attracted to a woman, be in a relationship with a woman, and then sometimes you want to get penetrated, get some penis. So. You know, but it's just like it's not. I'm like, how do you even go smack at a at a at a fish? Oh yeah, and um, another story about this. Like I've seen like people, women that just seem to be like masculine. You know, they wear quote unquote boys' clothes or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just might pull up on you like, yo, I like you, I want you, to a dude, and you be like, well, let me see what it's here for. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would be an experience. Like, you know what? I never. I mean, listen. As long as you take off the, oh, as long as you take off your sagging pants and your boxers, <laughs> we could get it. We could get some shit shaking, baby. You know, um, sagging pants and your boxers. Take your boxers off. 
It's like, listen, then you you done fucking, and you go to put your boxers on, and you grab her boxers. (laughs) (laughs) And you try to slide, he's like, no, these ain't my boxers. (laughs) Oh, shit. But... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was easy. I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just women that wear men's clothes, like, and also I used to think that like some because in high school, in high school there was a thing back in the day where girls were gay. It was like a, it was like a, a fat a fad. Like, I'm girl, gay now. I'm gay now. Yeah, the girls be gay one week. Like, oh, I got a girlfriend, and they be kissing them. They would be making out or be holding hands in the hallway, and then like the next week they would not be gay no more. Yeah, I remember that, especially in, uh, but, um, in the But I used to area. also think, like, it was a defense mechanism, not the being gay part, but, like, girls dressing like boys just to, like, kind of get some of the attention off of them. Like, they would dress like dudes just so dudes wouldn't, like, come at them too hard. Like, I used to, I used to like, kind of observing, like, yo, maybe she's dressed. Like, she clearly is a... She, I mean, woman is a woman, but, like, she clearly is um uh just wearing those clothes just to, like, kind of hide. You know, like wear boy clothes just so she's not getting that that male gaze. You feel me? Like mm. dudes just preying on him and staring at him and shit. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, I always thought that was corny that you know when like people had to feel like they had to like kind of hide, you know, just because like dudes is predator. <laughs> Yo, niggas is nasty, bro. I'm nasty. Like, I mean, I be listen. Let <laughs> be quiet. It's 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 like a switch that goes off. Like I said to my, I said I was talking to Dot the other day, and I was like, bro, like my like. I'm not a dog, but, like, I, I, of course, we're all animals. Like, we have sexual urges and all shit. But, like, I'm good at controlling myself, you know, around women. Like, I have, I could control myself. Like, I'm not going to act out of character because I'm fucking horny or, like, do some crazy shit, like, to, to make a woman uncomfortable because, like, I'm really attracted to her. You know, I'm going to try not to because, you know, I'm Mr. Pulling pull, pull my meat out. All right. So, you know what? This is how I'm going to go doing this podcast. <laughs> Wait. Just let me make the point. <laughs> I, I <laughs> We heard about A.B., Listen, <laughs> every nigga done pulled his dick out when he's kicking it with a girl just to see the temperature, bro. <laughs> like, let's not do this. Now, it's not probably the best thing to do in the climate, but I'm just saying, sometimes, and no. Let me say this. <laughs> Women want to know what you're working with as a man. Of Women course. are curious as to what your dick is, sizes, look like, everything. Girls want to know. Not, not, not. Obviously, you're not. You're not supposed to push yourself onto a woman. But women are curious because guess what? A man can look at a woman and see what she physically she has just by looking at her most of the time. Their clothes are form fitting. We can see your ass maybe by the clothes you wear. Your ass, your breasts, your shape, your hips, yes. your stomach. Da da da. Men got pants on. It's hard to see a nigga dick unless you got gray sweatpants on or you just swinging like that. Like women want to know about your penis. Yes. And. <laughs> Don't act like y'all don't because I know y'all crotch watching women is out there. Women be out here crotch watching. Mm. They be trying to find a print. They be like, oh, I seen this print. Da-da-da-da. Listen, I done caught a bitch just staring at my dick. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm up here. Why are you looking at my, you know what I'm saying? You feel objectif- objectified. I mean, it's like, older women too. This old lady in my office had some tight pants on one summer. And I was just like, you just looking at my dick. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what my point was. My point was. I hate when people have to hide. Well, I hate when people are objectified. Well, there is an art to pulling out dick. There is an art, yes. And I and we we started back in the day. We wrote down some rules to it, like to not be a creepy dude like Louis C.K. where you're just jerking off in front of women. No, yeah. There is a way to pull your to show your penis to a woman that is 
definitely like. There's a classic way of pulling out. Classy. Dick. There's a classy way of pulling classy. out. Classy. There's a classy way to pull out dick. It's a classy way to show your penis. Yes, like if <laughs> if, if 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 you catch the eye that she looked at your crotch area. Yeah, especially in a one-on-one scenario. Like y'all watching keep... TV. You know what I'm saying? She's chilling. We're chilling on the couch. You you're looking eye to eye. You catch her eye drift. You catch her eye drift, and you just you you just go ahead and pop him out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, let him get there some There is art pulling dick out, <laughs> and we'll break it down one day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't let's just talk it. about it, bro. You got to get to the. I just like the mic down. You got to get to the meat, baby. Like the meat is in the wrapper. You got to take it out the wrapper. So, <laughs> how do we get here? If, is the gray sweat? Is that our? Booty jeans. Is that our equivalent of booty jeans? Basketball shorts and, and, and sweats, like, it definitely gives you an opportunity to to show your your your, your print. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's things that they're, that uh, that uh, <laughs> allow your print to be seen more than other things. Like, jeans, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Unless your jeans are really tight. You know what I'm saying? Um, just to get that print out there, you know? And... I know y'all women. Y'all women nasty too. Y'all freaks out. That's all Everybody y'all. nasty. Y'all That's the problem. Women. But with men, we just go. We just f- aggressive. We're aggressive with our nasty. Yeah. Women don't really go forward with their nasty. Like until you, ha- you have to find with, until they're comfortable with you. Because exactly, they like nigga pull your dick out. I want to suck it right now. I'm like, damn, babe. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just got home. <laughs> I tore your dick out right now. I came over here to suck your dick. I'm like, damn. Once you get I in mean, a, once you get in a healthy relationship, you'll yeah, figure out that, that women freak. are nasty. Yeah, women baby. are nasty. It, it, it takes most times. It takes you, for, especially for a regular dude who's not just like a superstar, with, like with with groupies. There, you got to break down those walls to have a woman just to open up to you. And um, that's a beautiful thing when they do it because you get to you get to have those fun games and you know like. Get to explore each other, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, just. You know? I'm gonna write that in my notes. The art of pulling out dick. Listen, it's the art of pulling out that schmeat. <laughs> pulling out that hammer. I'm writing that right now. I mean, we could go further into that. You know, you want to do that? I mean, we can talk about it. I mean, now. Well, let's 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 hold it off for the next section. All right, bet. All right, bet. Because I was right. about to go in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. You know, we had a different topic, but we might just go further into that. So, hey, uh, we'll be right back. See you in a little bit. Listen, I can't I can't play old Wayne without having to like fucking go through the whole song. Big Ryan stacks. My pockets on creatine. Creatine. 
colder than the heebie-jeebies. Like, if you don't start rapping this man's lyrics like 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 you wrote them, I can't I can't I can't trust you. Seventy five thousand for these bees. You know Shout out to the uh, dr- uh, drought three. You know what I'm saying? This is the upgrade you freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nigga, fuck you, no Vaseline. Yo, Wayne was pull in, off in the tent. Yo, pull Wayne, off Wayne, in the Lamborghini. Listen, I like don't know whatever green. drugs he was on, bro. But Great like, combination. He he had, he had it. He found the combination. He unlocked the level of his brain. With those drugs that just allow him to become a fucking mutant, bro. It's right. like uh, in Deadpool, like where they had it, you know what I'm saying? They unlocked the mutant gene. Mm-hmm. He did that shit, bro. Like, this nigga is fucking amazing. Bro. Salute to Wayne. Salute to Wayne. Now he's still a legend. You know, he you can definitely see the drop off of the musical and lyrical ability. I feel like he still got the lyrical ability. He he, he had it in he uh, shows the flashes. Carter the Carter five it was Carter five. Yeah man for sure. Um he shows flashes of what that nigga was in two thousands. But Wayne was undeniable. Yeah man. And he's uh Bro pro- like I was saying man, he's a uh, and um number one for me. And uh as we were talking about something different in our last segment about pulling out art, pulling out, we're going to come back to that. But as we were talking about, uh, you know, Wayne and his brilliance, I see, you know, it also comes back into the a conversation I saw. And if you watch the shop, it, it, it really, they talked about that too, about the goat gene, you know, the goat standing for greatest of all time. And if this is inbred in somebody or is it something that is can be um, honed in? It's something like something that people can, you know, build on. Something that you can just inherently just decide that I want to be greater than everybody else. Or is it something that's inside you, you know, genetically? Mm. I mean, what do you think? Genetics uh, definitely play a part in sports. You know, like you have to have a certain physical makeup to be good at certain sports. You know, height for basketball. You know. Uh, strength and agility and you know vision and just you know being able to take punishment for football you know speed for soccer coordination like those things some people just have a bit more abundance of it than others but when i when it comes to being a great just like a one person a person that goes down as to the top of their field in something whether it be sports or music or art or you know i'm saying business just being the greatest at something and just being a legend I think it's really like you look at the ones that they become obsessive about what they trying to be like they are fucking psychopaths when it comes to one thing in particular like boxing Floyd Mayweather this motherfucker is a fucking workaholic like he put in hours and hours in training and his fucking endurance and his stamina Kobe Bryant the same way and busy you feel like people like Science, I think, and especially in science, too, like, some people are just gifted, bro. Like, you think of Sir Isaac Newton or, like, Da Vinci or, like, these people. They are just freaks of nature when it comes to thinking and just seeing things in other ways. I'm split. I think it's half gene, half work ethic, you know, it, or or more more gene a little bit work with the crazy work ethic because mm-hmm. being great at something, you got to fucking, they, these motherfuckers be passionate about this shit, bro. Like, these motherfuckers be... But I feel Obsessive like, but don't you feel like, all, if, you, if we want to keep it athletic, right, 
we were keeping athletic, right? Um, don't you feel like everyone of for uh, not everyone, but let's say ninety percent of athletes are obsessive about it. They love this sport, like they they love what they do. They work hard to try to be the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. But there are some people that are just inherently better. Like yeah, there's bro. nothing that you can do. Like, and it, it was crazy. Like, I mean, going back to the shop, Charlemagne asked Kevin Love, like, you're you're good. You're all star. You know what I'm saying? You were average basically he didn't say all this, but basically Kevin Love before he went to the, you know, the Cavs, he was a twenty and twenty player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was on pace to be a greatest of all time. But like now you do, and now you get with LeBron and you look like you're not even in the gym anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, like what what? But the question he up. asked him was, "What is LeBron doing that you're, that not. you're not doing?" Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I mean, Kevin Love, Kevin. Ke- Kevin Love. I, from what I remember, he was like, you know, is his focus or something like that? Like yeah, something the focus. like. But it's like okay, so you don't got that focus. That's a, that's see that's what we're talking about that gift part, being able to like block out everything and really focus on one goal. It's like, we live in an ADD society. Motherfuckers is distracted every minute, bro. Like, I'm that way. Like, it's hard to just, like, block out everything that you're receiving and focus on the goal of being the greatest basketball player of all time. And I think that's really a question for Kevin. Like, what was he doing that LeBron was doing? But think about it. Like, it's some people who could could put in the same amount of hours and some shit, and the other person will break down before, like, physically. Nigga, your body will give out, like... You just cannot run that long or that fast or that hard without getting an injury. Or in some people, like I think the greatest thing about LeBron is like his 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 lack of injury in his career. You know what I'm saying? Like to I be able to be durable. Drugs that haven't been caught yet. That's all. That's my. That's he, he on that PEDs. He on something that they have not figured out that is a a, a PED. <laughs> but that's, that's that's near here. But go, go ahead. Um. A book that I think I need to read is, like, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I think he talks about, like, these outliers, these people who are, like, once-in-a-generation type talents at things and, like, what makes them who they are. And genetics definitely has a lot to do with it because we see that these athletes, specifically these athletes, are bred to be who they are. Klay Thompson's father is an NBA player. Uh, you know what I'm saying? People, NBA players, off, like, a lot of people in the NBA, their fathers were – High-level athletes, and it's, like, in your bloodline. And then even you look at people who, like, are in family business, like, your father was a jeweler, you're a jeweler, you're a jeweler. It's bred into you to be certain things, and that also lends to your greatness at it. So if you kind of don't have a pedigree for it, it's like... So what do you say about... Yeah, it's hard. What do you say about Michael Jordan's sons? Like, they had the pedigree, but I guess only 50% of the DNA wasn't enough. You know, because mm. like if you look at LeBron Jr., he that like motherfucker looks like he has ready. the pedigree, right? Yeah, he has a lot of his father attributes, same type of build. You know what I'm saying athleticism. You know what I'm saying, and you could tell that's his DNA. Like you have your, and you look at uh, LeBron's other son. He doesn't seem to be have all of that those physical attributes as his brother. Like mm-hmm. he has some of them, but he doesn't have them in the same combination that his brother does. Like, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like his, his the, the smaller one was, um the younger one was more of a shooter, not, not a slasher score, that athletic, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? But it's just, when it comes to being the greatest of all time and being put down in history books and remembered for your greatness, you cannot, you cannot just wipe out the fact that some people's DNA is just constructed 
to be stop looking at my pillow. And to be constructed, <laughs> the dog was like, licking my pillow. To the be dog, that's my dog. The dog. Lulu. Don't okay. say the dog. The like dog. It. They don't know the dog's name. Okay, well, Lulu. This is it's my platform. So. Okay, the fucking dog's looking at my pillow. I was yelling at her. But um, yeah, bro, like, son, I'm telling you, bro, DNA has a lot to do with it. Your height, your weight, your mental capacity, your, your fucking, bro. That's why a lot of people whose, whose parents were engineers and scientists, what did they grow up to be? Engineers and fucking scientists. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nature, bro. And people are specialized for certain shit, bro. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather's father was a professional boxer. But isn't that, was, is it, but now it doesn't sound like that's a gene. It sounds like how you grew up. But your genetics have to do with who you are, like, you know? So your genetics make, I'm just saying, like, so you believe there is a gene that, Makes you genetic not a better than gene everybody like we can identify else. in your fucking yeah. genetics like this gene. That's what I'm is saying. Shared between LeBron, uh, fucking Stephen Hawking, fucking all of them have this great gene in them. But I, I just, I just come on, bro. You know, like people, uh, it's bred. But I feel like your genetics have a lot to do with it. Like, especially when athletes, particularly athletes, bro. Like, you look at o, OBJ. His father was his father was a football player. His mother was a track star. You know what I'm saying? But that's athletic genes. I don't think that makes you better than that. But then I even talked about like intellectual genes. The people whose parents are good thinkers and scientists and and fucking professors, what do their kids grow up to be? Pretty good thinkers, pretty smart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the goat gene, it's it might be real. It might be a real thing. Because I'm sure Kevin Love's body will break down before LeBron's body will break down. I tell you, LeBron has some drugs that hasn't been caught yet. Oh, why? Why would you say that, Chris? Why would you? Why would you blame it on drugs? Something outside of the human right, spirit. Right, he's been playing basketball for fifteen years. Probably more than that. He's been playing. He's thirty. What? Thirty-three. Thirty-four. Something like that. He's been playing professional basketball since he's eighteen, and that doesn't even include the basketball he played in AAU in high school. So, hey, what? bro, like. I, I think it's like it's but, dope to watch greatness. No, it's listen. I'm not saying nothing about LeBron. Like I'm just saying, like if you gotta take some there drugs, is there is something keeping him going. There is something besides besides uh, the, the physical aspect. There is something about LeBron that's different than all the other NBA players. Yeah, right now. There's, yeah, bro. Like there is something. Not, no, I'm talking about like mentally or in his genes that is different. Like, Kobe has it, Le- Mike had it, Wilt had it, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Isaiah had it, you know, Kareem. Like, it's that oh, dog. There's the, Tom Brady has it, Aaron Rodgers has it. Like, and that's just talking about sports. We want to talk about, like, you know. I'm telling like, these scientists and these thinkers. Comedy, like, these you know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle has it, you know what I'm saying? These niggas have something different that separates them from the best now. Like, when it talks about more creatively things. I don't know. I don't know if it's something, a gene that makes somebody more creative, but I do think there's somebody, like, in the actual sport of, let's say, like, comedic uh, stand-up. It's just the your, your brain. Your presence, your brain. Com- it's put yeah. together in a way that, that you just, your outlook is what it is. But see, like, and that's when I put the other part into it about the work you put in. Your life experience, the things you've been through, also mold you into that thing that you become. Dave Chappelle's upbringing and the things that he saw 
and was able to be exposed to made his worldview. LeBron, the things that he saw growing up and the things that he did gave him gave him that uh, that push to want to put that work in and do the things that he wanted to do. Just take the pillow from her, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like those outside factors are just as much as a factor as the genes. I think a little bit less, but a, a, a factor as well. So, you know, you got them outside factors like nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. How you were raised, the things you were around, the things you were exposed to. Like, that's why I feel like when you're talking about these, these professors, like, if you're around motherfucking astrophysicists your whole life and that's what you see, you're going to be leaning toward mm-hmm. astrophysics and you'll be like, you know what? I'm interested in this shit too. And my parents are good at this type of thinking, so, you know, let me try this type of thinking and then I'm going to innovate it and be great at it and be a fucking legend. You know what I'm saying? And it's dope to, to witness greatness and it's dope to push towards greatness, you know? Hmm. Be a, to be a great, you know what I'm saying? Cause only like a couple of them. Yeah, bro. They they don't write about everybody. They don't. They don't write about everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't remember everybody. Have they done like when some of our greatest people who have died? Do they do like biological studies on them? I don't know if they do or not. Like DNA shit. Yeah, like DNA um, or like I know ooh, like when I'm sure they I do. Know, I'm sure the government does. I'm sure the government probably just takes DNA from all the great people and they're trying to like make super people. That's funny because have you watched a show called The Boys? On nah, it was nah, on nah. Amazon. I gotta get that. So I, I've heard good things about it. So The Boys is um no well, it's kind of spoiler alert, but whatever. Spoiler alert. The Boys is a it's a it's a it's a show on Amazon Prime, and it's about um superheroes. Mm-hmm. And it's a more adult version of superheroes. Now, it's very graphic for my queasy or you know listeners. Very graphic of like you see blood, you might see, you know, nudity. It's very graphic of language and things like that. It's very graphic adult situations, just to give you a heads up. But the whole premise was after they found out what's going on, they um, it was a conspiracy of they were uh, injecting um, children with uh, this thing called I'm not even gonna call you what it's called, but they were in jail in, injecting children with a. a a serum, mm-hmm. which create their superhero like abilities. Okay, so like that kind of points to your point of like the the government is selecting who they want to be, they're, or they're not selecting, but they're they're making they're shit. making these people. So they were making superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then just like in Deadpool, there's go yeah. So they were making superheroes. So I think that's probably something that's gonna happen in the future if it's not happening now. Yeah, like, but it's just like, but now we kind of do it with like, I mean, we we people. I mean, they've been doing it with black people. Yeah, for we're years, breeding. Bro. Like we're just gonna breed they've the strong. We're gonna breed the years. strong with the strong, the smart with the smart. Like you know, it's kind of already happens. But like I think like test tube shit, like you know, cloning and shit like that. I'm sure that they got some advanced level shit that they're they're trying to pull off to you know, pull this shit out the bag, pull that shit out the bag, and it's like. <clears throat> Playing God, though, you know, yeah. playing God, uh, you know, it just, you know, should you know, we do it? <sighs> Who are we? I mean, granted, wouldn't you want to see the offspring of like LeBron and Serena? Oh my God, that's creepy. To think about this, fuck, let's make them fuck so they can have a super baby. You, I mean, you don't even have to have, you know, in 2019, people don't even have to have sex, right? 
Let's, let's, let's put it in a test tube. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> it would be an impressive spectacle, and um, but I would I would like people to mate with who they love and who they're attracted to. Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> the what was the term that uh, Don Don used? It, the eugenics. eugenics. Yeah, it's a real thing, you know, like breeding out the bad genes, quote the perceived bad genes to breed like the good genes to together. But see, that's where it gets sticky because we all we kind of get to this this point. And our conversation a lot is like, who is the one making these decisions and why are they doing it? And should we give them that power? And who has the answers? I don't sway. So, you know. So you do believe there's a go gene? <sighs> do I believe there's a go? There's something that's inherently inside you that separates you. From everybody nature, else. Listen, I think it really just comes down to nature versus nurture. Is it nature or is it nurture? Is it just nature that created these great people, or is it just the work and the nurture that is put into a person that makes them great? Um, it's a goat gene. It's a goat gene. But I don't think it can be like replicated. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that you can. I don't think science could like identify it, and you could like, all right, we're just gonna keep replicating this gene. It's like random, you know, just like just like the Earth being coming into existence, or like whatever, or like if you believe in the Big Bang, it's just it's a random thing that just pops up in someone's from time to time, you know. I like that. Something that pops up from something from just pops up from time to time. You know, it's like. He's on his phone right now, so this coming. I'm sorry. Oh, you stopped. You were talking. No, you were talking literally right now. I said it just pops something that pops up in you know. So I want to be great. I want to be remembered. I want. I used to want a statue. I used to it used to be a goal. I was like they gotta build a statue of me. I need a fucking statue, yo. If I don't get a statue, what did I live for? <laughs> you mm. know. If they don't build a fucking step, but it's like even statues crumble and go away, bro. Like the 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 uh the earth is how many years? Fourteen million or fourteen billion? No, four point three billion years old. I don't know. You remember that from science? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Four point three billion. I pay attention to science. I was usually somebody let us know. I think it's four point three something uh million or billion, and um you know everybody gets forgotten. Hmm. Everybody gets forgotten. Yep. What do you do for? What do you do this for? Because guess what? You write what it down. What difference did you make? You write it down on paper. Paper will eventually uh, corrode and, and wither away. You put it on a server. The server will eventually break down. And you know I'm saying nothing lasts forever. Mm. Everything will turn to dust. Uh, well, I do. I, do, I think they're like, I mean, I'm kind of with you. There Just suck me while I'm here, baby. There's something here. <laughs> there's something that is is inherently different from somebody else. That makes you better than somebody else. And that's, that's how life goes. At a specialized thing. Now, I don't think LeBron is a better person than me. I don't think LeBron's better than me. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I don't think anyone's better than any, your, 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 your Your actions, he could be better like in his actions. So like, I could be just a shitty person. And LeBron, that would make LeBron better than me. If I was just a shit person, didn't care about nobody. You know what I'm saying? We're just evil. Only did things for self. Then I, then I could say someone's better than someone. You know what I'm saying? And he worked harder than me. Then he's better. You know what I'm saying? If you put in more work than me, you could be better than me. Mm. But if we put in the equal amount of work and you just so happen to ascend to a higher level, it doesn't make you better. You just got to a different level. I get that. Well, what are my listeners, what do you think? Is there a GOAT gene? Is there something that makes us better? The greatest of all time. You gene. know, is there something that separates 
the greatest from the regular people? The um, quote unquote regular people. Let us know. Um, I'd, I would like to have this conversation about that. You know what I'm saying? Just because uh, we're all, for the most part, we're all regular people until someone appears to be greater than everybody else at, su- at a specialized. Yeah, state. don't put nobody on a pedestal, B. Yeah. So um, let us know. I'm interested in that. Now my mind's thinking. My mind is thinking. Mm-hmm. Isn't your mind always thinking? Nah, nah. All the time. Your mind be shut off sometimes. I'm dead ass. That's <laughs> how I get out of way from some. And women, this is this is a difference between men and women. We don't be thinking all the time. Like, this is different where we were supposed to go, but like you know, what I'm saying like, uh, when my old lady asked me, "What are you thinking about?" <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing. I was zoned the fuck. <laughs> I was. I can't even remember. Like I've seen someone literally zone out. Like watch it happen. I'll be like, "Where did you go?" He's like, "I don't know where I went." <laughs> like nigga, I just went somewhere. Like literally, like I don't be thinking about some shit sometimes. I just be living, just breathing. But I think that's a real man versus women thing. Like women always think about stuff. I like. mean, they got to. It's their competitive advantage against us. Because if y'all stop thinking, then we will. We will wipe you out. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the the what y'all lack physically, sometimes you make up for it mentally. Most times. Most times. Because <laughs> there's some dumb hoes. Stupid bitch. All right. There it is. <laughs> we'll be right back. When I'm gone, the whole city miss me. I'm on my UK shit. Get me the eye of a bangle, shuffle in my icky. Y'all boomer, you need you an MD like Esiason. Dominate another Esai shall commence. And I shall commence it. I'm the truth, Joe. Though they try to block me like Munoz. I know my call is worth like phone call. I get brain hurry day. I'm a know-it-all. More birds than I know it all. Who are y'all? Keep talking, but no one know none of y'all. Hit the green like running backs with no yards. No hole, acquainted with the floor. Overly loquacious, they call me safe. Word. We can say word, just so it happens, mine they prefer, yours is deferred, we ahead of the curb, and they all look alike, like the girls on version, cut beats, I'm a fucking word surgeon, scalping sponge, this work. Do your dance, do your dance. I'm on my UK shit, get me. Do your dance, do your dance. Yo, shout to my real ones that know about that, about that Wale dance. I get brain every day, I'ma know it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> salute to a young Wale. Salute to the DMV. Man, that was a great Damn. time. It was a great period. So if you if now if you're catching the drift, I'm just cl- listen. This is probably one of the hardest like yeah. themes of music that I had for a long time, just because that mixtape era is so difficult to really like capture. Yeah, bro. It's like it's lightning in a bottle, baby. Like. Just good times, good vibes, being young, great art, like great art, bro. We getting we getting that A one. That was some A one shit, bro. That you just heard, mm-hmm. that you've been hearing this whole podcast. Like that's the creme de la creme, homie. I mean, I you know I'm not even I you know there's Nikki I missed. You know I, I went through some Nikki catalog. I should have been out. I wanted to add us add some uh, beam me up Scotty I stuff. I felt very proud as like a, a like a seventeen year old kid that I was cranking Nikki. I was like, bro, like I'm a real nigga. 
I don't give a fuck if it's a girl. I play that shit if it's hot. You feel me? Yeah. Like I wasn't. I feel I was. I was like, yeah, y'all niggas worried about listening to girls. Y'all niggas insecure about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to Nicki. Nigga, I'm cranking that shit. Beat me up, Scotty was my joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying. And she was she was spitting. Spitting bars, you know what I'm saying? I, I you know, of course, you know, I went to I went through Gucci's catalog. I was like, yo, man, I I could put some thousands of Gucci on there. Bird print, nigga. Bird print three D. You know what I'm saying? Right on the wall. You know that what might saying? be Trap one of the greatest three. mixtapes of all time. Bro. Trap house three. You know what I'm saying? Trap house. Trap house, trap house, trap house, trap house, trap house, trap house, trap house. I mean Gucci. It got made it. me break the law. <laughs> I would eat, you know, honestly, you're, you're right. Because oh, the when, music influenced the shit out of me. Wiz made me a pothead. I, I mean, what you mean? Like, Wiz is that mixtape era, too? Like, like I, that's what, like, the power of music, like, when, you, when parents would say to kids, like, yo, that music influenced you. Music influenced the fuck out of me. Bro, like, I, I remember, like, um, there's, like, a couple songs that make me want to sell drugs. And first day out by Gucci Man off the writing is off the wall. I'm starting on my makes day me, with a blunt of perk. Makes me want to sell drugs. I have not sold a drug in my life, but it makes me want to start. You know what I'm saying? Starting off my day with a pound of perk. Mm, no, nah, not pound. Blunt of perk. No pancakes, just a cup of syrup. Come on, son. Salute to the mixtape era. I don't think I don't I don't think we'll ever get another one of those. I don't just because of streaming platforms and how technology has advanced that um we'll have something like that. But salute to those, you know, our our influencers. Salute to Nikki. I I even thought about Fab. I was like I was going through Fab's cut catalog, There's No Competition, Soul Tape Three, Soul Tape Two, you know, all those like boy. More about nothing. Probably the greatest mixed, one of the greatest mixtapes of all time. Like, yeah, bro, his trilogies, his two trilogies. Yeah, bro. Soul tape and nap. Soul tape make you motherfucking heart. Soul tape, like soul tape, and there are no competition to. There is no competition. Like those are great trilogies. We're talking about Wale with More About Nothing, Album About Nothing, Mixtape About about Nothing, Hundred Miles and Running. (laughs) Like you know what I'm saying, bro. Uh, That put that that. That ascended these people to the place where they at. Like, like I didn't even touch. Was I didn't their, even touch about Cole and the warm up. The you know, let's talk all about all that shit. Warm up, the come up, shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Truly yours. You know what I'm saying? Fucking I Friday Night Lights, nigga. Come on, bro. Come on. If this is deep for the intro, fuck it. I find another. Too deep for the intro is probably one of the one of the greatest intros I've ever heard in my life. Uh. Like it's like uh, this mixtape era is just it's special, it's a special time. Like I, we talk about Cole. Like I didn't even hit. I mean, you want to talk about the goat? We want to talk about Wayne. We want to talk about Boosie. You know what I'm saying? Like I miss mixtapes. Jeezy, Ti. You know what I'm saying? Fifty came off the mixtape era. Joe Budden, all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like salute to all that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate. What the mixtape era did for us as a culture, it did for us as a culture, you know, uh, as a as a community. And if you guys think about any other mixtape artists that we do not, we didn't acknowledge, or we should have acknowledged, 
let me know. You should, we should make a post on the gram like uh, drop drop the name of your favorite mixtape artist mm, or drop the, drop your favorite mixtape auto. There it is. Well, as we speak about mixtapes, let's uh, let's speak about the Florida Man story of the week. Florida Man rapper shoots music video inside the police headquarters without the department's knowledge. This happens in September. Wait, say that again. Headline reads, Florida rapper shoots music video inside the police headquarters without the department's knowledge. Okay, Great go. content. It happened September 10th, 2019. Uh, so, as we read, South Florida rapper Leo Little, Leo Little, was sitting on the ground next to Broward County Sheriff Office patrol car, his hands seemingly handcuffed behind his back. Soon the, she- the scene shifts to show a little prancing through the Aventura Police Department lobby, reportedly dropping the N-word in the catchy tune critical of the controversial police tactics involving black men. He danced to the lobby, past the sign says, Welcome to the Aventura Police Department. He then enters a small room, jumps up on a table, and repeats the lyrics, the logo of the Aventura Police Department visible, for all to see on the wall behind him. Guess what? The police department never signed up on the production. Okay. Mm. But it's only a few days that Little posted, but only a few days as Little posted the three-minute uh, 24 production, 24 second production on World Star Hip Hop's Instagram account by Monday morning had been viewed more than 65, 650,000 times. On uh, YouTube, it wasn't doing as well with less than 2,000 views. So you, so it looks like World Star is the plug. So you're saying it wasn't a hit? It wasn't a hit. I mean, but it, uh, well, in it, addition it, it, to the video, as he's in the police station. He holds a gun while singing in a car and dancing around, and he dances around with a semi-automatic rifle. Boom, boom! Shoot a nigga, he says. The song itself is called Bus. It was released in December. It is selling on Amazon for 99 cents. Um, when Little made the video, he simply walked into Aventura's unmanned lobby about two years ago with a partner shooting him with a video camera. At the time, the police department left his front doors unlocked at night, and then anyone needed help could click a buzzer inside the station to attract the employees' attention. Aventura's police said they had since changed their policy. So this happened two years ago uh, from when the story came out. So Aventura police said they had since changed their policy, now securing the lobby area and requiring visitors to buzz in from outside before entering. Uh, police Major Michael Bentolia said, uh, I butchered his name, said, Little didn't damage any property, didn't try to gain any access through secured areas, and didn't have a weapon. There was no damage, and it was petty on our part. So you take blame. I, I respect that. They tried to cha- charge Little without a cr- with a crime, he said. He didn't try to gain access because it was open to everybody. He just came in and acted a fool. Stamen Stahl, president of the Miami Days Police Department's uh, Benevolent Association, said uh, Little's actions were clearly arrogant, but not necessarily criminal. It's hubris. 
Set the uh, union. Flying too close to the sun. He was basically he was flying too close to the sun, said the police union's president. But in the age we live in, a video can be made in a couple of minutes. And with tonight, today's heightened security, now you have to secure the area. So, um, I want to play this nigga's video. I mean, you shoot my man, shoot my man a little. Let's see if we can hear it. A little love, nigga, out here. Let's see if we can hear it. Risking it all for greatness. Little, little, uh. Is that the goat gene in him? Leo Little. Let's see if it plays. His energy is there, and you know I think it's dope, nigga. Like trespassing and fucking shooting videos and shit in the fucking police station, nigga. Fuck the cops, nigga. Fuck the police. Salute to him, man. innovative, innovative. Miami, he was in Miami too. So he's So he took care of that. So uh, salute to Lil Little. Salute to Florida for continuing to give us great content. I'm gonna start changing up the cities and the states. At one point, but, uh, but that is our Florida man story of the week. Uh, or well, not Florida man story of the week, but that's our story of the week. Florida story of the week. Thank you, Chris. Uh, um, that was very. In, that was. Uh, I like that one. You know, it wasn't a tragic, sad, crazy, that crazy story. Um, you know what I'm saying? We are gonna go into the spiritual segment real quick to end it out. If our guests would not fuck shit up. Um, excuse my language, Jesus. Uh, but um, yeah, we going to spiritual segment. Like I said, I don't know everything. Uh, I got I don't got no answers. I just got a lot of questions. And um, when I get a little bit of I'm saying inspiration and a little, little joint, I try to give it back to the people. So today we're gonna talk about weakness. You know what I'm saying? Keep it down over there, please. Thank you. I'm saying the art. We're creating art. Creating art. Hey, hey, excuse me. Cut the me. water off. Thank you. God damn. Thank you. I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, we can talk about weakness. You might have to edit some of that. But uh, my weakness allows me the opportunity to strengthen myself with God, to show his power and his glory, not mine. Now, I don't know if you guys believe in something bigger than yourself, but I sure do. I know that I couldn't be who I am without something greater than me. And I know that I am flawed as a MF. I'm trying to be proper right now. But I'm flawed. And I know that I'm weak. And I know that. I fall short and I don't and I don't live up to um, my potential all the time. But I know I do know that in my weakness, I, it's, it's if you see your weakness as an opportunity, you can get you can, you can you can see God in it by the way that you're strong. When you don't think you're gonna make it through and you make it and you realize that it wasn't just by yourself that you got through it, it's beautiful. And when you give God the glory and you give the universe the glory and you get something bigger than you the glory, you can say like, it wasn't just me that made it here. It wasn't just because of my power or, or, or my determination. No, it was somebody greater than me. It was God. And through our weaknesses, through our weakness as we become strong, through God, you know what I'm saying, we can show his power and give him the glory. So I just want people to know that, like, even though you're weak, see your weakness as an opportunity. You can strengthen yourself and become greater. And then at the end, you could, be, you could thank the person. You could thank the being and the great, the great one or the great it or the great whatever that made you get through whatever you got through 
and made you strong again. That's all I got today. Love. Every week. I mean, listen, it's season two. Season two. And Dot, and no, not Dot, but uh, Terry, sorry, uh, still giving us the word, getting us through the week. And um, I appreciate him for doing that because. You know what I mean? And hopefully our listeners are getting to this part of the conversation where yeah, you can hear the word. Make it all the way through, bro. Make it all the word because, Six. listen, um, as a culture, we need each other. And as a man that's been through a bunch of things, we all been through things. We all been through things, but you've been through I some. Have a testimony. You have a testimony, and you've been you've been somewhere that I haven't been before. You know, you grew up in the church. You still love the church. I mean, I would say love the church, but I do love I love uh, my spirituality. Yes. All right. Yeah, but I don't love the church. I don't love the church. I just had to clear that up. Word. Um, salute to, but just salute to you for every week coming through with something like I, you know, I remember the first time, you know, you came to the group chat talking about like I want to add a spiritual spirituality to the, the podcast. It was a great idea, so I appreciate you doing that. You, be you know, you can't always be ratchet. We can be ratchet ninety five. Austin being ratchet all the time, twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't get tired. Yeah, <laughs> I do get tired sometimes, but I live for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Dot Dot is not here this week, so we don't have no educational moment. But read a book. There it is. That's the educational moment. Stay stay off Twitter. Read a book. Read some news. You know what I'm saying? Actually, go and read the article. Don't read yeah, the headline. Read the article, not just the headline. Don't read that hard. Don't read the headline and think you know what's going on. And you know what I did recently too? Like you seen that uh, people were talking about on Friday. I seen it on Twitter and. um IG, it was a joint where a girl got off for mass, like killing her baby after prom or whatever. Yeah. And people were like, you see what happened? White people get off. You know what I'm saying? Black people do this 20 years, whatever. But I, I doubt anybody went and actually read like the details. Did you the read? I, I saw that. I read I like three different articles about it. And um, it was kind of some BS. Like definitely like they was giving her white privilege, giving a hell of white privilege to this girl. But um, I'm just saying, like, things like that, people just read the headlines, like, oh, shit, another one again. Like, go back a couple months before they report it and just read, because this is a trial. Like, this this case happened in 2017. Go back and read, you know what I'm saying? Just read, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Can you read? Well, that's a different discussion for a different day, because we definitely live in a situation, uh, a lifestyle, where people don't read past the article. Yeah. So, or the headline, I'm sorry. And we niggas will create whole think pieces about the headline and think that's about the whole thing. But that's a whole different discussion. So we'll talk about that next week. But um, thank you guys for listening for another episode of Model Talks. It's a safe place where we keep it player, where we keep it kosher. Every time, all the time. Stop talking, please. Thank you. Because um, uh, you wasn't introduced. So thank you. I'm sorry about being rude. I am. It's it's my brother though, but you right, you're not here. Hey, shout out to my man Reggie. It's his birthday. Happy this birthday, weekend. you're an old fucker. I see, I see gray hair. And um, salute to Reggie. He is in the building today. He pulled up and he is not being considerate of the art that's going shout on. Out to the, but I love him. And also, shout but out to I love all my him. Virgos. Everybody's a Virgo. I got some good Virgo. But I love Reggie around me. So and, and um, Porter's here too. Shout out to Porter. My I don't know. Brother. I don't know his astrology. I, think got a, I don't know your astrology sign. What are you? 
You're a Capricorn. Isn't it like Tyrese? No cap. No cap. <laughs> Rick James is a Capricorn? LeBron James. Oh, LeBron James is a Capricorn. So Dro, a, that's my I'm nigga. cleaning this bitch. Yeah, I'm finna show the land. Salute to salute. So yeah, shout out to our Capricorns and our brothers. Salute to my new salute to our to our new and uh, our new guests. Well, they're not guests because the episode's over. But yeah, salute but we to gotta our show brothers. love to the fam. You know, but I'm gonna show love to the family. Um, so you guys can follow us on Models Talks on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, the Twitter, like we said, we'll respond back to you. Instagram, I don't know so much, but the Twitter, interacting with us on Twitter, on Mother Talks. Um, we are on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Playlist, uh, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio. Um, Yo, bitch, draws. I mean, as our new, our new, uh, our new Do you guys want to give off your, your Instagrams or Twitters? Porter. Oh, they want to stay stay low key. He's got his he's got his notifications on and everything. Okay. All right. Well, remember, on a path to play them, there are two rules to success: stay true to yourself and stay true to the code. I'm say thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. We'll talk to you next week, baby. Peace. See you out there. Fuck me. Trying to get your hustle on. Ain't no nigga gonna pay your motherfucking bills, bitch. Pay your own shit. Don't give a fuck. Hope. Hope. Mac Miller, tell these hoes what's up, man. She's saying, fuck me, fuck me. She like a rough and ass rugby. I'm partying with her drugs free. This life I live, but don't come cheap. Leave a handprint on her butt cheek. She give me head while I puff trees. I'm on drugs, she on drugs. Her nose just got bloody. Slipping coke lines off my dick. She riding on that train. She crushing down that powder. I'm puffing on this sour. Been fucking her for hours, and I still ain't got my nut. You fucking with that Molly. She ain't gonna let you bust. Give me some while I hit the blunt. I'm in your spirit, let me lift it up. Your daddy come, get my shit and run. You gon' see my ass, go get his gun. You a devil, bitch, let me tell you that. Feel like I've been there, hella back. You texting me, addicted, you need me.